Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. As it approaches Cuba and takes aim at Florida. A Red Cross official from our area is already in Florida to help with Ian. I'm Sandy Kozell. Fundraising for the National Cathedral, which is still repairing earthquake damage. I'm Nick Ainelli. The new Marriott headquarters in Montgomery County drawing pushback from local business owners over parking. I'm Melissa Hyatt. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Stacy Lynn in Washington. That's what Tropical Storm Ian sounds like right now in Cuba. It could intensify into a Category 4 hurricane in the next 24 hours. That means winds could be over 130 miles per hour. And Ian is heading directly towards Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis has declared a state of emergency. We have activated the Florida National Guard. Uh, they are activating 2,500 guardsmen at the moment. And, and if there is a need for more, then we could do more. Preparations are underway. CBS's Christian Benavides is in Miami. Floridians are filling sandbags, waiting in long lines for gas, and emptying grocery store shelves in preparation for Tropical Storm Ian. Keep the water out of your place if it actually gets to that point. Better safe than sorry, bro. All 67 counties in Florida are under a state of emergency as the National Hurricane Center keeps a close eye on the storm's projected track, which could change in the coming days. President Biden was supposed to head to Florida tomorrow for a DNC appearance. That has been canceled. And also because of Ian, NASA has canceled for a third time their rocket launch to the moon. Meanwhile, Tropical Storm Fiona packed a huge punch in Canada. It washed away houses. There's widespread debris. And hundreds of thousands are still without power. The mayor of Porto Basque in Newfoundland on social media said... We have crews out and we'll soon won't be able to have our crews out in some areas. It's just becoming unsafe for our crews. At least one person was killed. Russian President Putin is calling on civilians to help fight his war, and he's threatening nuclear war. Secretary of State Antony Blinken told CBS's 60 Minutes that's dangerous rhetoric. We've been very clear with uh, the Russians publicly and uh, as well as privately to stop the loose talk about nuclear weapons. The results aren't final yet, but Italy has voted, and it looks like it will have its first female prime minister. The BBC's Lee Milner reports. It's a historic moment, not just for Giorgia Maloney, but for Italy as a country. For the first time, voters have chosen a female prime minister, one which aims to form Italy's most right-wing government since the Second World War. It is the call every artist wants to get, asking them to be the coveted Super Bowl halftime performer. I saw the life and it looks like this year Rihanna is it. She's got some pretty big shoes to fill. Last year's 90s hip-hop reunion with Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, and more was huge and very well received. This is CBS News. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Their end-to-end -end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 503 now, and it's Monday, the 26th of September. Partly sunny, breezy, it'll be mild today. High near 80. Good 
Good morning. I'm Joan Jones. And I'm John Doman with the top local stories we're following this hour. And we begin with news that Fairfax County Police have finally identified the remains of a woman found behind an apartment complex way back in 2001. It's a story you're hearing first this morning here on WTOP. What was a mystery uh, now has some answers. Major Ed O'Carroll with Fairfax County Police says familial DNA testing led to a half-sister. And now remains that were known as the Tysons Jane Doe have been identified as belonging to Patricia Agnes Gildowie. Shuby was a free spirit. I call her Shuby. Everybody called her Shuby. Nobody called her Patricia. Veronique Duperly says her slightly younger sister disappeared when she was 17 in 1975. She didn't want to live under anybody's rules. She was a sweet girl, but she just got involved with the wrong type of people. Her sister was dating an older man who worked at an upholstery store. We know where he used to work. That business is no longer in operation, so we have a lot of work to do to find out where he is and what he knows. Trying to find her killer, I don't think in my heart that that will ever be done. We're talking 40 years. Finding out what happened to Shuby was the most important thing to her sister. It was a relief because I knew I didn't have to worry about her anymore. In a sense, she's safe. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Well, as of 2 o'clock this morning, Ian was a tropical storm with maximum sustained winds of 70 miles per hour, just four shy of a Category 1 hurricane status. Cuba and the Grand Cayman Islands are under hurricane warnings. And then that storm is expected to take aim at Florida. First responders are getting into position now. Among those already in Florida is Dale Coons, the CEO for the American Red Cross of the National Capital and Greater Chesapeake region. Right now we have about 300 people that are going down to Florida and we're staging those folks in Tallahassee and in Orlando. The Red Cross is not only making sure they have people ready to help. We're also pre-staging um, shelter material um, so that we can help out uh, and shelter as many people as needed. And we've got uh, supplies on hand to shelter about 30,000 people should it be needed. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. Washington National Cathedral has been raising money, a lot of money. And it's helping to finish repairing damage from the earthquake and some other projects. The National Cathedral is in the process of raising $150 million. It's already raised $115 million and says the rest should come over the next couple of years. It'll help finish the work to repair earthquake damage. The cathedral's head stonemason, Joe Alonzo. We were just flabbergasted by the damage, but you know, we started little by little coming up with a repair plan. This is painstaking, difficult, precise work. The 2011 earthquake rattled the region, causing nearly $40 million in damage at the cathedral. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Fans of the Washington Commanders have a choice to make, and perhaps it'll divert attention from yesterday's pretty disappointing loss to the Eagles. Well, during the first quarter of yesterday's game against the Eagles, the Commanders announced it it's down now to two options, either a hog or a dog. Fans can continue casting votes on their preferred mascot on the team's website. The mascot will be officially revealed January 1st during the Commander's home game against the Cleveland Browns. A hog or a dog, huh? That's it. All right. Two choices. Good luck with that. Yeah. Coming up after traffic and weather, a new reason to be extra alert on the roads in Maryland. It's 5.07. Sis, can you keep a secret? Of course. I had that light bulb moment everyone talks about. I found the one, Stace. <gasps> I'm going to ask her. Really? When? 
fun this Christmas. Listen, you have to go to Dominion Jewelers. They'll help you create the perfect ring made just for her, and you'll have it by the holidays. Dominion Jewelers is where you design the ring that says, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Handcrafted, custom-made jewelry. Dominion Jewelers in the heart of Falls Church. By appointment only. You want it all? We have it all. NBC4's all-new afternoon lineup, weekdays. Smile with Kelly at 2. Connect, laugh, and feel good. Help solve mysteries at 3. Hey there, DC friends. Craig Melvin here, bringing you Dateline in Daytime. Then join Pat, Leon, and Doug for News 4. First at 4. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. I'm Pat Lawson-Muse. And I'm Leon Harris. NBC4's all-new afternoon lineup, weekdays at 2 on NBC4. Working for you. Novick customers are now enjoying new online and payment services. Through SmartHub, you can pay your bill, manage your account, check your energy use, report an outage, and personalize alerts. Through SmartHub, there are no credit card payment fees. Register your account today at Novick.com forward slash SmartHub. Novick, powering a bright future for you. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. 508 here, and it's traffic and weather together on the 8th with Jack Taylor starting us off in the traffic center. We'd had our early delay in Virginia with our work zone on 66 headed in the eastbound direction that had been between 29 Centerville headed toward 28. We've got that clearing work zone that's got the left lane there getting by. It's just caused that delay. It's the only slowdown between Gainesville and Roslyn for now. Beltway looks good between Alexandria and McLean for now without slowdown, but the work is still there on the inner loop between 123 and the Dallas Toll Road. They've been along the right side two left lanes that will get you by. 95 looking good early out of Fredericksburg. No troubles yet going into Woodbridge. Headed through Springfield north onto 395 up to the 14th Street Bridge should find your lanes open. Good trip early in Maryland through Montgomery and Prince George's counties should find nothing in your way on the inner or outer loop of the Beltway. Getting out of Frederick, you're good. 270 south. It's a quiet trip so far between the Beltways, both 95 and the BW Parkway. 50 looks good between northeast and the Bay Bridge. Trouble in the district reported in southeast. The crash reported to be on westbound Pennsylvania Avenue, headed toward Alabama Avenue. There you'll find yourself potentially under police direction. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. Now we'll look at the forecast with Storm Team Force Chad Merrill. The autumn chill is definitely in the air today. As a matter of fact, temperatures only in the upper 70s, a bit of a southwest breeze at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Clear skies tonight, 40s in the suburbs, 50s downtown. Sunshine early Tuesday, then partly cloudy, low 70s, only upper 60s with partly cloudy skies both Wednesday and Thursday and low 70s with ample sunshine on your Friday lows in the 40s and 50s at night. I'm Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. Well, right now we've got uh, 55 at Fort Belvoir. Silver Spring is at 61. Pretty clear skies this morning. Lots of stars and it's 60 outside the WTOP studios. It's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today to schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 5-10, and drivers in Maryland were already required to switch lanes for tow trucks, police cars, and ambulances with flashing lights on the side of the road. But now a new law requiring drivers to change lanes for any vehicle that stopped with hazard lights, flares, or traffic cones is coming in effect soon. 
Starting this Saturday, drivers in Maryland will have to be extra careful when coming up on any cars on the side of highways. The moveover law will expand to require motorists to move over or slow down as it's safe to do so for any vehicle on the shoulder um, with warning signals. Chrissy Neiser is the administrator of the MBA in Maryland and says the state asked drivers if they understood the original moveover law. It was pretty clear by the answers that Maryland drivers provided that they weren't really sure in terms of, you know, which vehicle to get over for and which vehicles not to get over for. Violators could be fined and get points on your license. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. Marriott International opened its new headquarters in Bethesda, but other local businesses aren't happy about how it's impacted public parking. The new 21-story Marriott International headquarters has leased out a public parking garage for its employees right over on Woodmont Avenue in downtown Bethesda, a move that businesses in the area say has been a major hit to their bottom line. The headquarters opened this summer. As part of an incentives package last month, Montgomery County agreed to allow Marriott to lease the public parking garage from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. during the week. That's according to Bethesda Beat. And business owners say there aren't many other parking options. Montgomery County's transportation officials say there are other garages nearby. And businesses were notified prior to the agreement. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Just ahead here, it's a tropical storm right now, but Ian is expected to get stronger and it might be headed for a landfall here in the U.S. It's 512. If you want to see just how the Office of Personnel Management is recovering from the turmoil of the failed merger with the General Services Administration during the Trump administration, look no further than the Office of the Chief Information Officer. Guy Cavallo, the CIO, Melvin Brown, the Deputy CIO, and their team are taking the lessons they learned from their successful efforts at the Small Business Administration to change OPM's culture, modernize its technology, and address longstanding workforce issues. Federal News Network Executive Editor Jason Miller here. While OPM is far from perfect, just look at the average of 87 days it takes to process retirement claims. The CIO's shop is demonstrating the patience, desire, and fortitude it takes to turn the culture battleship. One example of this change is the workforce. The CIO shop hired 18 interns this past summer as the first step toward reshaping and revitalizing its workforce, which had fled by the dozens during the failed merger. For more about how the CIO shop is helping lead this new culture at OPM, check out the Federal Report at federalnewsnetwork.com. And now, from WTOP's Small Business September series, presented by Eagle Bank, here's Nasima Shafi, Chief Executive Officer at Whitman Walker Health. We've been on this journey for over 10 years, and it started with first building our new clinical site on 14th Street, which Eagle was a great partner with us in delivering that book of services in 2015, to then redeveloping our other building, 2017 to 2019, to then this work at CNEs. And when you have a partner that you can trust that is both sort of willing to take risks and willing to tell you when you can't, you can really have more honest conversations. And I think in the nonprofit community, that's really helpful. To hear more of this interview, visit WTOP and search Small Business September. To learn more about how Eagle Bank can help your business grow, go to EagleBankCorp.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Eagle Bank, building business, building relationships. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is a professional membership community representing top, vibrant, and diverse leaders who work together to build strong economic growth for the D.C. region. And now, here's Regional Business Insights with Blue Jenkins, President and CEO of Washington Gas, a member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. Challenging times can strike any family at any time. As part of the vibrant D.C. community, Washington Gas is here for you. 
If you are having trouble with your energy bill, we have many ways to help you, including financial assistance plans and flexible payment options. Learn more at WashingtonGasCares.com. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is pro-business and nonpartisan. It is where local leaders work together to drive inclusive, resilient, and sustainable economic growth for the region. Go to BOT.org to learn more about the important issues that Board of Trade members are tackling today. That's BOT.org. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 515, and Dave Johnson, what a day that was in the field yesterday. <laughs> well, listen, you might say the burgundy seeing red after dealing with green on and off the field. Commanders 24-8, Los Eagles, guys in green jerseys on the field, and plenty of green jerseys in the stands. And, well, Carson Wentz. They got our number today. I don't think the performance was affected um, by that. You know, I've obviously been on that side of the ball. I know, I know the Eagles fans travel well, and they showed up, and they had a lot to cheer for today because we didn't play our best ball. I didn't play my best ball, and... Uh, hats off to them. Yeah, we noticed that. Now, the Eagles defense certainly also traveled well into the commander's backfield. Carson Wentz was sacked nine times. Since none of Washington's selections for a mascot are any good, how about a late entry? A sack. A plain burlap sack to represent the boring, bland ideas to promote a team that let their quarterback get wrapped up nine times by the team that drafted him and ditched him. The commanders are trending in the wrong direction, while Philly at 3-0... and Seems poised to run away with the NFC East. Happy Monday to you too, Rob Woodford. Commanders defense shut out the Eagles in the second half, but Jalen Hurts did all his damage before halftime. Lamar Jackson, five touchdowns, four in the air, one rushing. Ravens 37-26, one of the Patriots. Aaron Brady uh, <laughs> against Tom Brady yesterday. The Packers, a 14-12 win. Uh, what did I just say, Aaron Brady? Aaron Rodgers. Um, that's what I thought I said. Aaron Rodgers against Tom Brady. Packers 14-12 win over uh, the Buccaneers. You wouldn't think you know two all-time greats would be 14-12. No. <laughs> no. Uh, speaking of which, Broncos 11-10 win last night over the 49ers. The National 6-1 win over the Marlins. And 11 Orioles lost to the Astros. And now they're falling back in the wild card. Dave Johnson, WTLP Sports. The top stories we're following for you this morning here on WTOP. Tropical Storm Ian is expected to strengthen to a hurricane today as it's headed for western Cuba. People living in Florida are bracing for a potential hit later this week. Governor Ron DeSantis has declared a state of emergency for all of Florida back on Saturday. Vice President Kamala Harris arrives in Tokyo this morning to attend former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe's funeral. She'll also hold talks with the country's current Prime Minister Fumio Kishida on a partnership with Taiwan on security issues while she's there. Mystery solved in Fairfax County. Police have identified the remains of a woman found back in 2001 in a wooded area of Tyson's. Using new technology, police say the remains belong to Patricia Gildawi who was last seen back in 1975 when she was 17 years old. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in the minutes ahead. SpaceX CEO Elon Musk is activating the company's Starlink satellite internet service in Iran. That announcement came after the Treasury Department eased sanctions that would allow U.S. companies to provide additional online services as the Iranian government has cut off internet access for most of the country as protests continue nationwide. Starlink operates thousands of satellites internationally to provide Internet access. Protests erupted in Iran after a 22-year-old woman died in police custody. She was arrested for allegedly wearing her headdress improperly. Iran said she suffered a heart attack, but her family says the young woman was badly beaten. Traffic and weather on the 8s now here at WTOP. 
Let's go to Jack Taylor in the WTOP Traffic Center. Watch out going 95 in Virginia, headed southbound, trying to move down after Dale City beyond exit 156. The wreck is along the right side of the roadway. One, maybe two lanes to the left should be getting you by. Now 95 north is fine. Getting into and through Stafford, running up through Woodbridge into Springfield, north onto 395 all the way to the 14th Street Bridge with your lanes open. Looking good on the Beltway between Alexandria and McLean. Camera's not working in the area, but the inner loop between 123 and the Dulles Toll Road. The work zone from the overnight had two left lanes getting by. We're slow in Manassas, headed 66 going east to our work zone before 29 Centerville. Slowly clearing, left lane there is getting by. Beyond it, you're fine all the way to Roslyn. Looking good on 395, coming out of Springfield all the way to the 14th Street Bridge. So far without delay. Heavier traffic in the district going inbound on Suitland Parkway as you ride toward First Sterling. No delay yet, DC 295 or I-295. Inbound K Street after Washington Circle Northwest. One broken down in the right lane. You'll also find we'd had some activity in southeast, westbound on Pennsylvania Avenue near Alabama Avenue. That's where we'd had a crash. You'll find yourself under direction. Okay, looking good in Maryland through Montgomery and Prince George's counties. Beltway's fine inner and outer loop. No troubles yet out of Frederick, 270 south toward the lane divide. Good looking trip between the Beltways on 95 and the BW Parkway. Jiffy Lube service centers keep you moving from oil changes and tire rotations to filters and wipers to a full range of services. Visit Jiffy LubeDC.com for a location near you. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. And Chad Merrill, it was such a pretty morning headed in this morning. It was pleasant and the sky was clear. So what are we headed up for today? Well, Joan and John, we have Canadian high pressure, and we are going to have more of the same. Not only today, but we are going to duplicate this weather pattern the entire week. Temperatures in the upper 70s. Do look for the southwest breeze to pick up uh, later this morning, but it's going to feel very pleasant. Overnight, temperatures down in the mid-50s with 40s in the suburbs. Sunshine early on Tuesday, a few fair weather clouds in the afternoon, low 70s. Only upper 60s, some of the coolest weather so far this season. Wednesday, Thursday, mostly sunny, low 70s on Friday. And and likely the rain from what is now Hurricane Ian will reach us late Sunday into Monday. So we'll salvage at least one day over the weekend. 57 at Dulles International and BWI Marshall in the warm spot. Reagan National at 61 degrees. And that is brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Still to come here, a local film festival hits a milestone, 521. Kansas City State Company, another AmericanEagle.com success story. Started in 1932 as a family-owned butcher shop, today they're a leading distributor of superior all-American steaks delivered right to your door, ready for the grill and your taste buds. When it came to their website, an average site wouldn't do. They chose AmericanEagle.com to take their website to the next level. With a dramatic increase in competition and a softening market demand, they had two challenges. Improve their brand presence and message and produce a positive return. AmericanEagle.com got to work and executed usability studies and detailed audits of site experience, digital assets, and marketing. The result? An integrated digital marketing and customer experience plan, organic traffic increase of 20%, and a long-term roadmap for success. If you love great steaks, go to KansasCitySteaks.com for website design, development, and online solutions that bring efficiency and results. Visit AmericanEagle.com.
If you need a results-driven website, call the team at AmericanEagle.com at 877-WEBNOW-1. That's 877-WEBNOW-1. Here's a highlight from Byron Atkins, Jr., the director of the Interior Business Center at IBM, on Federal News Network's Cloud Exchange webinar, sponsored by IBM. Cloud is specifically a part of your enterprise, and when you're choosing workloads, think about what the workloads have to do. Make sure you understand the dependencies of the workload and what it might cost if you do deploy it in a in multiple locations. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Cloud Exchange. Today, what government needs most is creativity. So let's create AI with integrity, not bias. Security that protects your data anywhere. Cloud management that requires less management and data fabric instead of data silos. Let's create at scale right now together. Let's prototype. Let's tweak. Let's test. Let's adapt. Let's create something that changes everything. IBM. Let's create. Learn more at IBM.com. This is WTOP News. It's 523, and incidents of domestic violence have been on the rise in Prince George's County. And now a bike ride scheduled for next weekend calls attention to the issue. Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy says the two-year-old law that has elevated the assault of strangulation to a felony punishable by up to 25 years in prison has helped reduce the number of intimate partner homicides in the county. But other domestic violence has been rising, especially during COVID. What we have seen an increase of is family violence. So brother on brother, brother on sister, other family members. Brave Boy says the third annual Purple Bicycle Ride scheduled Saturday will raise funds to help prevent domestic violence. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. The March on Washington Film Festival is celebrating its 10th anniversary. Virtual and in-person screenings and panels begin Wednesday and run through Sunday. Our mission is to tell the untold and retell the mistold stories of the civil rights movement, its icons and its foot soldiers, and connected to today. Artistic Director Isisara Bay invites you to the opening gala at Union Market Dock 5. We are honoring Congresswoman Barbara Lee, Irene Gandhi, Broadway's first African-American publicist, and then the director, George C. Wolfe. The festival will also host events at Eaton Workshop on K Street Northwest. We are screening the 12 finalist films from our student and emerging filmmaker competition from 12 countries around the world and the United States. Find out more on WTOP.com. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Money news at 25 and 55. Amazon is holding an early Prime Day sale. This one taking place October 11th and 12th with Prime members getting early access to discounted items. Amazon and Target say it's offering early deals to entice cautious consumers struggling with tighter budgets. Meantime, Walmart expanded its window for holiday gift returns through the end of January. Sirius XM has put Hall of Fame quarterback Brett Favre's NFL show on hold due to his alleged involvement in a welfare fraud scheme in Mississippi. Favre and nearly 40 others have been sued by the Mississippi Department of Human Services for allegedly diverting millions of federal welfare dollars to fund personal projects. He's also been suspended from his weekly appearances on an ESPN radio station in Milwaukee. Favre has denied any wrongdoing. Money News brought to you by Mattress Warehouse. Now through Monday, it's a semi-annual inventory clearance event at Mattress Warehouse with over 30 queen mattresses for less than $7.99. Mattress Warehouse has mattresses to fit any budget. Coming up after traffic and weather, the latest on what we've been calling Tropical Storm Ian as it bears down on Cuba now. I'll give you a hint, though. It is not a tropical storm anymore. 
It's 526. At Truist, we care. We care about community and transforming lives and helping businesses grow. It's why I joined Truist this year to be a partner to emerging local businesses and companies inside and outside the Beltway to help our local business community work with the largest local employer, the federal government. And at Truist, supporting and growing local businesses is not an empty promise. It's work that I and my team have the privilege of doing every day. I'm Greg Wheelis, and I lead our government contractor bank 